0: Welcome to the Cafe Binge podcast. I feel like it's been a while. I feel like I haven't put out a podcast in a long time and it's the holidays, man. Like, it's the holidays and life has been busy and as you can probably tell by my little froggy voice, I'm a little bit sick. I'm a little under the weather and... It's been lasting for a while, which is weird because I don't normally get sick. And if I do, I usually catch it in the first stages and do all of my little tricks. I have this little tool belt of tricks that I use and it's a mix of like a lot of herbs and like energy work. It gets very witchy, but it always works. And this time it just hasn't. And I honestly feel like I had one cold And I've been around so many kids and family over the holidays, and I feel like it was exchanged for another cold. I don't know if that's possible. I mean, I think anything is. I also just believe that when you're sick, your body's telling you it needs a break. Like, it really is. And if you're in Glow Binge, if you're a Globinge Binge student, my intuitive beauty course, then you know how much I believe this. That everything is energy, everything is vibration, everything is quantum, like to a scientific perspective, everything is energy in this quantum realm. I was reading this quote from um, Dr. Joe Dispenza yesterday that said, according to the quantum model of reality, we could say that all dis-ease is a lowering of frequency, which I think is really interesting. So I just think that sometimes our bodies like are screaming for a break to be able to Reachieve that homeostasis, right? That energetic set point, and to be able to like raise our frequency again. Um, anyways, I'm getting off subject. Today's episode is all about energy and intuition and numerology, and it's with one of my friends, Yiska, and I connected with her maybe about a year ago. Um, and she offered to do this intuitive reading for me. It was an intuitive recording and I didn't even know, I didn't even know what it entailed, but as soon as I, I don't know, it piqued my interest right away and I was like, yes, of course. And she sent me this intuitive reading and I can't even tell you how many times I've listened to it since. Like, Because it was so on point. It was so on point with what I was going through. Like 2019 and 2018 were pretty like heavy years. They were like the years that cracked me open and like awakening years. And they were just heavy. And so she sent me this intuitive message at a time when I like really needed it. And all of her words were total medicine for me. And she was medicine for me. And you guys know that. Whatever medicine has helped me, um, I want to share with you. And she's been some medicine for me. And so today, Yiska, like I said, she talks all about intuition and how she is just a mirror. She mirrors back to you what she's seeing, sensing, feeling intuitively for you. And she acts as this mirror for you. Um, She talks about numerology this ancient study of numbers and what we can learn from it it's very interesting kind of like astrology it's really 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 interesting um and then we also just talk about everything that is interesting to me and woke and you guys know me that I'm like such a curious little bee like I ask so many questions because I'm right there with you guys learning and growing and I have a million questions so I hope that you guys enjoy this episode with Yiska, and she has a special offering for all Cafe Binge listeners who are interested in an intuitive session like I received, and it's 25% off, so what you're going to do is you're going to go to her website, um, which is Yiska Yvonne, and I'm going to put this in the show notes so you guys can find it easily, and the code is CAFE... 25. So it's all caps, cafe 25, and that's 25% off a session, which is incredible. And what I'm going to do for you guys is I am going to play our recorded conversation for you. And then for those who are interested, on the end of that, I'm going to play the recorded intuitive sessions she sent me, the original one, so you can know kind of what it feels like what it sounds like and everyone's is so different right like some of them she'll include different things or it's just very tailored to you but if you guys are curious to see what Yiska said to me then I'm so looking forward to you guys hearing it and I'm an open book so I'm gonna attach that to the end of the episode so stay tuned if you guys are interested in that and let's get to the show Okay, beautiful. Well, let's get started. Yes, guys, I'm so happy that you're on the podcast. Thanks for being on. Um, so I absolutely. Um, so I I wanna say, was it like a year ago that we connected and you sent me that intuitive message? Oh my goodness, I can't remember because (laughs) it's been such a crazy time because I I had my daughter in October,
1: Uh October 7th, the 7th of October. And yeah, it was just like the whole pregnancy was kind of like a whirr because mm-hmm. I get really ill during mm-hmm. my pregnancies and so the first couple months like I found out I was pregnant in February we were trying again so I kind of had an idea and then as soon as I found out like four five days later I'm just completely ill so I'm you in the hospital are... every week for IVs no way. yeah
0: oh my goodness yeah. how many it's babies do you have this is number three. Well, and you're brave to one. keep doing it. Yeah. Goodness, <laughs> if no, I knew. She's the last one. Is she? Beautiful. Yeah. Congratulations. Thank you Well, so much. yeah, when I – because whenever we reached out to each other, or whenever you reached out to me, I don't know how it all happened, but you sent me that intuitive message. Like, it was beautiful. And, yeah, like, it was everything that I needed to hear and was very, very intuitive And ever since then, I'm like, I want to have her on the podcast sometime just because I feel like as women, we are like, we're all intuitive. And I, I feel like my goal with Cafe Binge, with the podcast, with everything is just to help people to tap into their intuition more fully and just understand that like they're their own guru. They're their own, you know, that all the information is within them. Exactly. Yeah.
1: People, they tell me all your messages, you
0: know, it was beautiful to me and I'm like, that's because it's you, like you're
1: beautiful. It's just you reflected. Like I find myself to just be like an empath. So Mm -hmm. what I do is I reflect people's Mm -hmm. emotions back to them like a mirror. Mm -hmm. It's not that like, I do get messages, but it's almost like I can just read what's inside of a person that they maybe can't see, Mm -hmm. if that makes sense. And Mm -hmm. sometimes, you know, people ask me, do you see intuitives? I'm like, I have people that I see all the time, because Mm -hmm. I have the same thing where like, sometimes I can't see what's inside of me
2: mm-hmm. and it's
1: you know it's something that we learn on our journey on this earth
2: mm-hmm. is
1: that all the magic is inside of you but sometimes you need help accessing it because you've been taught your whole life that you can't trust yourself you mm-hmm. need an expert and you know you need to look outside or you need a what's the word um kind of like I don't know I, the only way I can think of is like a priest like mm-hmm. you need somebody to connect to the the spirit to you know mm. the spirit world for you, mm-hmm. and it's like no like that's inside of you. Mm-hmm. You came from that, and yeah. I feel like that's the biggest thing I teach people when I talk to them. It's like, it's all inside of you. Every answer is inside of you, and mm-hmm. I'm just helping you out like mm-hmm. along the way. I'm not doing anything that's beautiful. that you can't do. Yeah, yeah and I love beautiful. it too because I've been looking at Kathy Binge, and I'm like, this is what we need. We need somebody who's like, look, it's intuitive eating, it's intuitive beauty. It's there's a guide, but there's so many. I think everybody just looks at one standard Mm -hmm. and they feel like if they can't reach it, that they're not good enough. Mm -hmm. And so teaching girls and women is like so important that there's no one right way for everybody. Mm -hmm. It's what feels best for you Mm
0: -hmm. and that you'll
1: reach your goals through that because Mm -hmm. it's realistic and yeah. I love
0: that. <laughs> we well, I mean, that. it's what I think because it, it kind of feels icky. I feel like being in a place on Instagram where people ask you questions, and I'm in the beauty industry. Like, I went to aesthetic school like 10 years ago, and so people always ask me, like, what Like, what should I do for this, and what should I do for this, and like, I just noticed myself feeling icky inside being like, I, d- I can't tell you what to do, and so that's where like intuitive beauty and intuitive beauty coaching came about because I'm like, the answer within you. Like, I don't, I don't know what's best for you. And all of these things that I've learned, like, they work for some people and they're not going to work for other people. But I think, yeah, especially as women, going back to what you said about the word that came to you was like a priest. I yeah. think as women, we just, it's like this, I don't know, we have so much history telling us that we need someone to connect us to like god or source or truth or the universe it's like we need a channel between that and we forget that like we are the channel like it goes straight to us and like the source is running through us like it's running through us and so all of the truth is within us and like we don't need a man or a priest or a bishop or a husband or a father or a mother or a guru to like connect us to that, but I love that you said that of just like I'm a mirror and I'm reflecting back to you what's already there. So that's beautiful. Yeah,
1: exactly. And it even works, you know, with something as like we call it mundane as a beauty magazine,
0: because
1: mm-hmm. that can be like almost, almost like to people that what does the beauty magazine say? What is the trend? Like, how should I look? Like, is this not good enough? Oh, my butt needs to be big, but now I now it needs to be small. <laughs> like, you know, I need to. It's like there's all these different conflicting messages every five years, you know, Mm. fashion cycles through. And I think a lot of women look to, and I think influencers can be great. And I, you know, I think anybody's influencing everybody else, but I think it's so important, like, you know, what I'm trying to do and what I feel really connected to what you're doing is that I'm not going to tell you what product, you know, don't do exactly what I do. Mm -hmm. I'm going to show you the way to do it what's best for you mm-hmm. but like following me exactly you know it becomes we look at the internet we look at these pictures on social media and I'm like I want to be that person mm-hmm. and we forget how magical we are mm-hmm. and so like that's so important like that is really I feel like that's a, like 90% of, of the get is reminding them that they are beautiful already mm-hmm. and they're already doing what they want to do they just need to get aligned with the path they're on Mm -hmm. and that reaches out into so many things like beauty but spirituality I mean it's really all connected we tend to compartmentalize things and say well you know makeup is like whatever and but it's more important you know to pray but like Mm -hmm. for some people like putting on makeup and like owning that sense of I feel like I'm worth feeling beautiful Mm -hmm. is spiritual for them it is huge. It can like, like shut out so much trauma Mm -hmm. that they had. And I think for me, a big part of it is teaching people like there is no such thing as mundane. Everything can be sacred and spiritual if you put intention into it, even something as like mundane, quote unquote, as clothing or like fashion, you know, like Mm -hmm. clothing is a way of expressing yourself. And when women are free to express themselves in the way that they feel aligned with, they become more magical and more powerful. Oh,
0: absolutely. I have, like, goosebumps because I think that's when my life changed too. It was a couple years ago when I was going through this, like, awakening period when I just realized that, like, everything is energy. Like, everything is energy. Like, the things we put on our body, into our body. Like, everything that I was taught in the – beauty world and the aesthetics world and all of this like all of the rules I'm like it doesn't that's not it and like everything is energy so don't worry about getting like a cellulite cream like let's just like figure out how to move the energy through it's just like stagnant energy or just realizing that like there's nothing there's nothing mundane there's nothing too I don't know just like I remember like looking at makeup as divine or skincare products and realizing that there was nothing too mundane or too small that I couldn't connect to my source on about or my higher mm-hmm. self to be like, is this a good product for me? Is this going to serve my highest good? Like help me if I was walking into like Sephora, like help me to know what's going to serve my body in its highest good, you know?
1: So yeah, there's exactly. nothing,
0: there's nothing too mundane, like it's all, it's all spiritual, it's all sacred. No, and it's all, it's all
1: like, like I said, I used to be really, um, like, you know, in the beginning of my path, it was like the kind of like the hermit thing or the aesthetic thing, like, you no know, makeup and like all this consumerist stuff. But then mm-hmm. like, when I started learning more, you know, when I was like about like 17, 18, and I started really getting more into like energetics, I was like, oh, money's just a form of energy, it's all just exchange it's not evil, you know, mm-hmm. and products and things, you know, that we exchange our energy for aren't necessarily bad. It's mm-hmm. how we use them. Mm-hmm. And that's really when like, for me, when I started working with people and, you know, speaking, it just started with my friends first, I started to realize like what we even choose to buy and like put our energy into, it can say a lot about us. And
2: mm-hmm.
1: even when we choose not to buy and like purchase something, it can say a lot about us. So like, like I was saying, um, a client I had a long time ago who was also a friend, they would never like buy makeup or like anything that they deemed like too nice as Mm -hmm. far as clothes go. And it turned out that like, she was told her whole life that like by her mom that like she was, you know, didn't look nice, was overweight, whatever. And so she really like embodied that Mm -hmm. and believed what her mother had told her and didn't put any, like just didn't believe that she was worth doing that Mm -hmm. and it was so funny because part of her journey was connecting her to actually wanting to do that like buying things which sounds so funny like okay your your homework for tonight is to go buy makeup and put it on Mm -hmm. but that actually taught her that she's it not really taught her but that she was able to access that part of her that I am beautiful Mm -hmm. and I am worth putting makeup on and you know my mother, her mother, she was hurt too as a child. So, like, you know, it's just a cycle. And she's like, I'm going to break this cycle. And now she's just amazing and, like, way better with makeup than I ever could hope to be. Mm-hmm. And it, she found her passion, you know, in, like, in loving herself. Mm-hmm. And so that's, to me, is, like, the heart of intuition it's, is really about – because, you know, we think of intuition as follow your cues. So, like, do I want to go left or right? down the street Mm -hmm. right intuition can lead that but really true intuition is looking inside of yourself Mm -hmm. and it's looking at like how do I want to think what do I want to believe like am I just going along with my family taught me or you know what tradition is or what society says is good or am I actually going with like what I know is true for me what I know the right path for me is yeah and again like as a mirror like I feel like that's just My energy works well with mirroring that to people because Mm -hmm. in human design, I'm a manifester. Mm -hmm. So we're the kind of people who move energy and show the way. And I feel like that's where I am. I'm just moving the energy for people. I'm just showing them the way. And then they take the path and they kind of do all this awesome stuff with that. And I'm just here like the guide opening the
0: door. (laughs) Yeah, that is so cool. And each journey is like so unique in that, you know, because I think some people – makeup or beauty has a whole different story I know for me because I've always loved like beauty and I like in seventh grade as soon as my mom would let me maybe eighth or ninth grade I was like I want to wear makeup or mascara and like and it got to this point where it was like almost a crutch makeup and then like you Mm -hmm. said I went through this like hermit phase where I'm like I'm not going to do any of this like I because in aesthetics we do like spray tans and eyelash extensions and tinting it's like (laughs) it goes so big you know and I was like I don't want to do any of it I'm going to like take off my eyelash extensions I want to I don't want to wear makeup I don't want to wear mascara like I just want like a bare face and bare eyes and like that was so good for me to heal in that way to be like I don't need anything and then it came around where I was like, Oh, I don't need any of this, but it's fun. And like, it's a fun creative expression. And it's a whole different energy when you come at it from a different place. So yeah, everyone's story with beauty and, and and like money, anything, it's so different. And you Mm -hmm. always cycle like up through things where like, Oh, it doesn't mean the same thing that it once did. And like, money is okay. And like, I don't have to cling to it. It's just fun. It's all energy. And we're just playing with it, you know? Yeah, it could be money. You know,
1: I always have my friends, you know, I have, you know, people that I knew in the past, you know, money and it's bad. And I'm like, it would be goats. It could be anything. <laughs> you mm-hmm. know, it was goats without like 2000 years ago. Now it's money, mm-hmm. whatever it is, you know, we're just bartering energy where you're taking your time, you're giving somebody your energy, they're giving it back mm-hmm. or whatever you're doing. And a lot of that goes to like, you know, charging for things. Um. It, it, this, there's so many mixed messages with like, you know, you, well, like, are you giving things away for free? Or are you charging? If you're charging, you know, you're being stingy or whatever. But it's like, when you're putting energy out, mm-hmm. people are giving energy back, you're actually getting a better flow from people. Absolutely. And so, you know, for me, it's just like, what I always find, and this is a really big thing too, is that the more people that I've talked to and the recently clients that I've gotten, that I've spoken with. A big thing is that I feel like as a whole society, we're evolving towards less tradition, less, you know, nine to five type things. Mm -hmm. And we're realizing more and more that we, that you really can kind of go your own way and that you can make money without having to do the traditional thing. Right. And so many people are seeing that and they're seeing people doing it and they're wanting to go for it, but they feel like they're still stuck in the past Mm -hmm. of like, well, this is the way my parents said I had to Mm -hmm. do it kind of thing. And a lot of my clients now, it's like, they want to go places. They want to travel. They don't want to stay in the same town they're in. They want to move. And it's a lot of work on realizing that like, if you're following your intuition and you know where you want to go and you're not going there for a reason that isn't like in your heart Mm -hmm. and you're really pushing, but like, not in like a way that you're like, Pushing against energy, but you're kind of flowing with it. But you're putting yourself out there. Things will fall in place, and you can make anything work. Like you can go anywhere in the world, Mm -hmm. and it takes so much work to remind people that that's true. Because we live in this society that we live in a society that um, you know, that says no. You have to go to college, and you have to do it this way. Mm -hmm. And I think more and more people realizing like you don't have to do that. Like you don't have to go to college. And they're kind of breaking out of the programming because a lot of people's parents like we need to go to this school Mm -hmm. or, you know, we're not going to support you. And it's like I've had clients where I'm like, don't get supported by them. Like, just go. And they're like, what do I do? I don't have any money. I'm like, you'll figure it out. And they figure it out. And they're so much happier because now they're bringing in, you know, abundance without the ball and chain of like your parents expectations Mm -hmm. or like whatever school they want you to go to. That's just an example. And. I think, you know, that's a bit of the younger crowd. I also have older clients who are breaking free of, you know, the conditioning from the nineties and that, that this whole boom period that was like, work hard, get a job and you'll get
0: your retirement. Yeah. Just hustle. Yeah. Hustle and like make it work. Oh, Mm -hmm. I hate the hustle. Me too. I'm like, no, no, no." I'm just like, let it flow. I'm like, I'm like the path of least resistance. I'm like, abundance can just like flow to me and it can be easy and fun and like I'm not gonna hustle like I and just like that for fun. everybody it mm-hmm. really
1: is and I think you're a projector right yeah I, am. So I know you guys are supposed to like rest and not work uh-huh. 24 hours a day and all that and see we're the manifestors but like a lot of people think manifestors just go 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 but from what I've learned in doing human design like working with human design teachers is that we have a lot of energy but we have to stop like we have like two weeks where we're insane mm-hmm. and then we have two weeks where we're like I'm out. I'm just going to play video games. Mm -hmm. I'm not going to talk to anybody later. And that's not how society says you should work. It's like, you should always be on. Mm -hmm. You can't, you can't stop, you know, Mm -hmm. um, working on your business for two weeks. And it's like, yeah, you can. And you can come back and impact people. Like, how am I supposed to if I'm tired? So like, I think human design was great because I didn't actually know a lot about it. I was like, this is a lot of stuff, but it taught me a lot about how specific people's energy works. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, just it's always, always going to be intuitive to you, though. You know, you can't say, well, I'm a manifester. So I have to act this way, I'm a projector, you know, mm-hmm. so I have to do this. Right. It's really just when you go with what's inside of you, when you saying, look, I want to take off today, I don't mm-hmm. want to put myself out there. And it's not from a place of like, I'm afraid or I don't like myself. It's just from a place of I have other things I want to do. It's not gonna set you back any. Mm
2: -hmm. You know, I
1: think so many women today, it's it's in relationships and work, especially, especially in relationships. It's like if I'm not putting myself out there and I'm on every single dating app and I'm doing this and that, like I'm never gonna find, you know, my dream guy. It's like take a step back and breathe.
2: Mm -hmm.
1: And he'll come to you when it's meant to happen, you know. But we always feel like we have to be on because we have, you know, we always feel like we have to be connected to everything and like up to date I guess it's that whole like FOMO thing that people talk about you know in the research you know on New York Times so it's like every other week there's something about our devices and FOMO and how bad they are and I'm like they don't have to be bad it's, mm-hmm. I, think it's, I think it's a new thing with iPhones I don't think it's like a new thing with Instagram I think it's always been there yeah it's just that people are realizing it more right like there's always been you know his lawn is better than mine or something in the
0: past, (laughs) you know, you know, the the neighbor's grass is greener or whatever, you know, Instagram just makes it very, very visible. And like it's all day long and we kind of not. but yeah, it's not It's gray. It's
1: actually, it's a mirror to society, to us showing us, well, I guess I've always had those problems and and we want to blame it on a device, you know, it's the iPhone. So if I get rid of the iPhone and, you know, quote unquote minimalize everything, right get rid of your smart device everything will be better and it's like no you have to fix it. you have to go in you have to go inside yeah you're going to have to do some work yeah. it's not going to be fun but
0: yeah. it but it'll be great when you're done but i don't even think yeah. yeah i almost think though that like when you see something on instagram or like you notice your neighbor's lawn is greener and you feel envy arise. Like I almost mm-hmm. think that's a good thing because I'm like, you know what? That's showing you what you want, but you don't think yeah. that you can have. So, like, mm-hmm. take some cues from your envy because there, it's a mirror. It's showing you what you want, but you're like, you're just thinking. Oh, you it's can't all have. A mirror. Mm-hmm. Everything, everything yeah. is a mirror. It,
1: it, somebody that I don't know if you like. If you can edit out, Somebody it pisses you off. <laughs> no, you're great. You can you know, use whatever okay, you good. want. Yeah. Okay, good. Somebody that pisses you off. And, you know, you see them and you're like, I can't believe they did that, you know, whatever it is, that is actually a mirror into mm-hmm. something that we don't like in ourselves or something that maybe from our childhood, you know, yeah. that happened to us. And it can teach us a lot of things instead of pushing it out and going, there, there, there's a really like negative side to spirituality, which is really funny because it sounds like it's not negative at first, but I call it like, um, hyper light syndrome mm-hmm. <laughs> where it's like, everything is happy and I'm never negative and like mm-hmm. I'm not allowed to be negative negative. and it's like, no, you need to allow yourself to see when you're feeling, you know, I guess down or like I think a big word now is like triggered. Mm-hmm. People tend to get like frustrated by things really yeah. easily and we tend to just react to it by like turning it off and mm-hmm. ignoring it instead of going like, no, like look into that. Like why is what that person's doing bothering you? Absolutely. is it attention to in what's
0: your... triggering yeah. you. Yeah,
1: Is it something inside of you And if it is something legit, like they're doing something really wrong, like maybe somebody's being like, you know, racist or something like that, you know, and it's like, what do you do? Well, don't just turn it off. Don't just ignore them. Like find ways to positively react to that or Mm -hmm. not react to it, but I would say respond. Mm -hmm. I think a big part of like coming out of being a person who gets really easily like triggered or gets really easily reactive is to stop reacting and start responding to things Mm -hmm. so you know don't get angry at something you see start thinking of constructive ways to deal with it Mm -hmm. and that can be with anything in life and it does take a lot of practice and it's never going to be perfected there's always going to be times when you're like blowing up at something that seems so inconsequential but it is something that I think a lot of people aren't being reflective about the like am I responding or am I reacting to things that happen in life and it can be anything even mm-hmm. somebody being rude to you, mm-hmm. you know, just learning how to respond and not – because it's really
0: our choice as to how we let things affect us and right. that's anything. Yeah. And it's I really think just anything. being – yeah, just being aware. Like I think awareness is the first key to be like, oh, hmm, okay, someone said that thing and like I'm feeling this way inside. And instead of reacting, just being aware of what's going on, being like, okay, I'm aware that I'm feeling a little bit you know, reactive, like, I want to run away, I want to lash mm-hmm. out, but, like, I'm aware, okay, so how do I want to respond, you know, like, I think it's that yeah, of just, like, I'm not exactly going to react, it. I'm going to respond now that I'm aware of what's going on and that this is a trigger for me, but, yeah, I love that. Yeska, um, I want to go back to your history and talk about when you kind of lit up in this way spiritually, when you had an awakening, when you tapped into your intuition. Have you always been this way? Or let's talk about it because I'm always so curious to know people's stories.
1: I think it's always been something there. Mm -hmm. Um, I had a really crazy childhood. So I, you know, like in a nutshell, I grew up really, really, really poor. I had a mother who was an alcoholic who was like really emotionally abusive but really distant. So like Mm -hmm. a lot of people, they'll be like, you know, like, do you have a mom? Or like, what happened? I'm like, no, I just – she really wasn't in the picture. Like Mm -hmm. when she was, it was like very – sporadically. So kind of grew up with just my dad, mm-hmm. which is really interesting. Were they still and, married? Uh, no. they up? were off okay. and on off okay. and on, you know, mm-hmm. kind of thing. Yeah. And so I grew up just with just my dad and he's always been like really I was really blessed because he's always been really like kinda out there like me. Like mm-hmm. into like, I don't know, UFOs and stuff. Yeah. like
0: that. I'm always like and the more out there the better. Let's just yeah. Yeah.
1: That's my dad. He's like really chill and like he's just really nothing is too like weird for him I guess you know I didn't grow up in like a really like heavily religious household I would say um or like a really it was really like kind of I wouldn't even call it new age it was all over the place it was eclectic very eclectic household and I was actually unschooled so I was homeschooled but I didn't really have a curriculum so I could really like do whatever I wanted and study whatever I wanted Mm -hmm. and I remember like studying ancient Egypt for like until I was like 11 or 12. Amazing. All, practically. Mm-hmm. all I did was just, yeah, it was ancient Egypt. My dad and I learned how to like read some hieroglyphics and I was so into like ancient Egyptian magic and mm-hmm. stuff like that. And cats, I really liked cats. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and um, like, I think video games like Zelda or something. Mm-hmm. So there's a lot of like magic growing mm-hmm. up as a kid. And I always remember feeling like really connected to nature because we grew up in the country, um, you know, just, like, out in the middle of nowhere, and I would just go outside and play for hours, so, like, to me, like, trees could, you know, you could talk to them, and, Mm -hmm. like, you know, I had such an imagination growing up, which I'm so thankful for. I feel like it was an imagination, but it was also really real to me, Mm -hmm. you know, because my dad's mom was half Cherokee, Mm -hmm. so it was, like, there was always a lot of just
0: connection, connection to nature yeah. yeah
1: my dad was always teaching me you know like everything is one and like mm-hmm. you
0: know it's what pretty a cool awesome. dad yeah
1: yes yeah, so a very very blessed and then when I turned 12 I had a friend and we went to like a renaissance fair her mom was like go to this renaissance fair and they did belly dancing there and I was like I want to go I've never been to one of those and it turned out that it was like a renaissance fair but it was also like a spiritual fair mm-hmm. so there were all these booths with like crystals yeah yeah you know all the good like stuff early to i think this is 2001 mm-hmm. you know <laughs> so it's like before the internet it was like the good old days mm-hmm. and there were people like selling like scott cunningham books and i, I think most people listen that if they're young they might you guys should know who scott cunningham is He's like the og like magic wicca mm-hmm. author you know mm-hmm. crystal books and all that and i was like oh my gosh like what is this stuff this is cool you know and I'm like, oh, these books say all the things that my dad kind of talks to me about, but, you know, in a different way. And I met them and like all these people gave me books. because, like, oh my gosh, you're so young. And, mm-hmm. You know, you're into this stuff. And I got like a deck of tarot cards from somebody.
2: Mm-hmm. I got
1: books on like the Akashic Records, mm-hmm. just stuff that I couldn't access. in my yeah. tiny little small town that was full of Baptists that had nothing in the library like that.
2: Yeah.
1: And, you know, it was awesome. So I just started reading through them because I had all this time. Mm-hmm. and I didn't have to go to school. I just studied that stuff forever. Yeah. And I just started studying like numerology, Akashic records, and just like tapping into it all and like getting really into it. And I would say that's where I started really realizing that there's like a method to all of this, and that there's a name for the things that I always saw. Oh, I never knew about that. Yeah, I didn't have television growing up and stuff. My dad was like, no, you know, watch your brain and all that. So mm-hmm. he didn't have TV and you Know we did we were kind of like insulate. I would say I was kind of insulated and mm-hmm. I was sheltered, but not in the way that most people think of, sheltered. right? <laughs> like, if you tell people you're a homeschooled sheltered growing up, they think you were like a part of like some like church or something, right? Like, kind of the opposite, right? The opposite. It was like very open
0: minded sheltered. Yeah, yeah. My
1: dad was like listening to back and like you know,
0: like Soundgarden, I don't know, you know,
1: 90s dad rock kind of stuff, right. so. <laughs>
0: That is so funny. He was sheltering you from the matrix. I would say that's that's
1: what he would say. Yeah, 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 exactly. And you know, I mean, my parents weren't perfect, and I think I've always been blessed in that. I've, um, I guess, I never let where I came from or what happened with me in life, because I had a lot of crazy things happen as when I was younger, um, bother me. I kind of always knew. I was always able to fall back on, like, my insane optimism of, like, everything happens for Mm reasons. Like, no matter what happens to me, it would be hard to get through, but I would kind of have that optimism. I mean, I did have my teenage phase where I used, like, negative ways of coping with certain things, Mm -hmm. like – I started smoking cigarettes when I was 14. I did quit though eventually,
2: mm-hmm.
1: and I, you know, would drink. As I think I told people, like I don't drink because I got a lot as a teenager, mm-hmm. like you know, yeah. So things that teenagers shouldn't be doing. Just but like, experiences, you know, yeah. In in my situation, I think it was just my way of coping with Absolutely. all the things that I'd been through. Yeah, like you know, traumas. Um, when I was 12, I had was sexually assaulted by like I'm a family sorry. friend. It's fine because, you know, it's so crazy. Like I went through it, it was really negative and I'm able to know, I'm able to be realistic. It's not like, well, you know, it's completely gone and it'll never bother me again. It's like, you know, you're able to know when you're getting triggered, right. Mm -hmm. By that past experience. But I just had this optimism. Like, I don't know where it came from. Uh, I feel like maybe that's my energy. Like that's my path in life is just to be this ridiculously optimistic person of like, you know, that sucks, but it happened for a reason. And when I look back over my life and where I am now, I'm like, I wouldn't change anything. Cause I love where I am. Like mm-hmm. I'm out of my small town. I'm not super poor anymore. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm able to go wherever I want and it's great, you know? So mm-hmm. if that was the path to get here, that's good. But yeah, that was long ways around. That was how I really got into, you know, the terms for intuition. But I would say, I feel like I was always intuitive. Like I remember being seven and like out in the country somewhere and like like telling like feeling like I could almost like tell the wind where to blow. Mm -hmm. And it's like, I don't know if that was real or not, but to me it felt real. And like, that's intuition. Like I tell people if you can go back to when you were a child and you really believed in yourself and you wanted to be an astronaut or something and you knew you could be that, Mm -hmm. you know, like that's what you, you wanted to be a princess or whatever it was. And like, you knew it was possible Of course those wants change over time. Like we're like, oh being a firefighter is not my flavor. Right. (laughs) Um, You know? But whatever, you know, tap into that belief because like that belief is what will put you where you want to be. If you if you can't believe it, you can't do it. It sounds so like Disney, but
0: (laughs) it's but it's true. true. Yeah.
1: You have to believe like you just have to have like a ridiculous amount of belief in yourself. And sometimes you literally have to stand in the mirror and almost fake it until it becomes real but it can and it really starts with self-love it starts with not a narcissistic self-love which is a response to you know outside forces but Mm -hmm. just standing in the mirror and like saying I love you and like I approve of who you are to yourself that that's like the first that will transform you and I feel like I was always able to do that thankfully Mm -hmm. I had my moments but I was always able to love myself. I don't know how. It yeah. just was. <laughs> it's always been really easy. It's, it's like, I love trying. I'm even that weird.
0: <laughs> oh, I love that. That's beautiful. And I love that you said to go back to childhood, you know? Like, I was... The other day, maybe it was a couple weeks ago, I was doing that. I was remembering who I was as a child and like same thing Mm -hmm. I was very connected to nature in this very playful imaginative way which is how I think of it but I think it was just very intuitive like I remember all day long like I lived on the edge of these like river bottoms. And so all day long, I was just exploring and building forts and climbing trees all day. And I remember like putting my forehead on trees and just like talking, you know,
1: but it's like so silly,
0: but I'm like, no, I think, yeah, kids just know, like I I would just like $5,000 a person to go to workshops, learn how to do that. Yeah. (laughs) But like as little kids, like I would just, I would lay on the trees and just like, kind of like put my forehead and just talk and you just be playful and so i think just getting back to that very childlike connection to everything and belief mm-hmm. that like anything is possible like anything is possible and the second that you believe that anything is possible and you take down all of those barriers like magic starts happening in your oh, life oh no it
1: opens up it's always been like that for me you know when yeah. i
0: was when
1: i first moved here to arizona I don't know how many years ago that was now, like, I don't know. It was 2008. It was a long time ago. I Mm -hmm. can't do math. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Like I remember being, you know, this young 19, 18, 19 year old. And it was like, I came here on a trip with somebody and I was like, I'm going to move here Mm -hmm. this summer by Mm -hmm. June. And they're like, how are you going to do that? You don't have a job. And I'm like, I'll find a way to make money. So I started selling art and (laughs) I started like kind of hustling and finding ways to make money here and there selling art, like doing this, like little jobs. I hated working for a job. So I'd always do like side things, kind of under the table stuff. And some things fell into place and a friend wanted to move with me. And by June, I was like in Arizona and I'm like, okay, that happened. Mm -hmm. And I'm not sure exactly how, like people would be like, how did, they were always like, how did you get there? I'm like, I can't explain exactly.
0: Just like insane (laughs) belief of like, yeah, like the universe has my back and
1: like, you'll find ways to make it work too mm -hmm. the more you believe it's not that like i think so many people they get into this like really like angry like feeling because this happens to me with some clients they're like i'm believing and it's not happening and like nothing's going and i'm like well what's like four things like you know that happened in the past week people that you saw conversations you had and they'll start talking and it's like a light bulb goes on over their head. they're like oh those were all like Openings, those were all doors, and I completely ignored them because Mm -hmm. they weren't like everything in one package. Right. And it's like, you're not going to, I mean, you could, you could get everything in one package, but most of the time, you know, spirit, you know, people want to say, I say God, you know, you can say anything, you know, whatever works for people. Those signs are going to come from the divine and like, they're kind of tricksters like they like like your own spirit really likes to show you things and little pieces to mm-hmm. see if you're picking up because yeah. if you get the whole package you didn't really learn anything but when you learn to listen to your intuition you go that conversation I had it turned my mind on to this thing and that's going to lead me more towards the goal that I want yeah. so like you're doing some work you're putting yeah. some work in and it's still coming to you
0: yeah and it's really easy it's I think we turn ourselves off from a lot of it yeah we just because you out, don't because yeah you don't, don't yeah and you don't give it credit or because mm-hmm. i think magic is happening in people's lives every single day but it's you fail to acknowledge it and i think yeah. the universe like god has laid down this like breadcrumb trail and you can like pick up the pieces as you go you're like it comes in pieces and just like keep picking up the pieces it's like the book the alchemist but yeah i just think if you can pick up those pieces of bread on the you know crumb trail and acknowledge like okay this is magic and then it just like gets bigger and bigger and bigger they're kind of yeah, like you're exactly. saying like it's kind of tricky like i feel like the universe is just like winking at you all day long you know mm-hmm. but it's if you fun, though when you
1: realize yeah it's, a game, it's playful it's like a play, it's mm-hmm. because yeah. we're all childlike you know i always tell people because a lot of people came from in america at least a lot of people people come from a Christian background and so mm-hmm. they tend to like throw it all out. Like I said, throw the baby out with the bathwater. Yeah. I came from no religious background. So I kind of like am inspired by everything. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, there are a lot of good things that, you know, Jesus said where he said, you know, um, having like childlike faith. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, there's a, there's a truth to that. Like all the spiritual teachers who have a lot, like really good things to say, they always go back to like childlike faith.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And again, it's a game. It's like, you know, um, one of my favorite writers, G.K. Chesterton, he said that like uh, every morning the sun comes up and it goes down and it comes up and it goes down and the dandelions grow and they're just dandelions over and over. And, you know, when you talk to a child, if you've ever been around children and they always want you to do something over and over,
2: mm-hmm.
1: like they, they'll want to watch the same show, <laughs> at least for me with my kids, it's like the same show over and over or like throw the ball over and over. Mm-hmm. And they always say, do it again. And he said, you know, perhaps in a way, like, God is like a child and it's, it's almost like he's younger than we are. Like mm-hmm. God is younger than we are in mm-hmm. terms of being the divine is more childlike, more playful. And mm-hmm. we've tend to, we've grown up too much mm-hmm. and we've stopped listening. We're, we're in the matrix now mm-hmm. of, you know, your experiences are who you are kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And my husband's a Buddhist. I wouldn't consider myself a Buddhist, but he is the Buddhist and he, I've learned so much from him of like, we, we, ourselves are not our experiences mm-hmm. we're not the self that we take on we are there's a source inside of us and mm-hmm. we're experiencing these things to grow mm-hmm. but we're not those things so like mm-hmm. anything that doesn't work just goodbye wave yeah. it away you know mm-hmm. delete unfriend whatever <laughs> absolutely you, know, you just kind of brush it away like dust and I think that a lot of that is, like you said, it's the programming, it's the matrix. It's we kind of grew up too too much. We've grown up too damn much. We need to go back. We're still our child selves. We're mm-hmm. still that personality, you know. Especially if you study astrology, you're you're still that person in a lot of ways, mm-hmm. and you can embody that. And I feel like that's honestly one of the biggest things we can do is like going back to who we were as a child before the world told us who we needed to be, mm-hmm. and going back to who we
0: really are. Yeah, and especially going back to like, the not specifically, like, everything you were interested in, it doesn't mean you have to go back and play with Barbies and stuff, but it's, like, (laughs) that just, like, childlike wonder of, like, anything is possible, and, like, curiosity about everything, like, I just think, like, keep following your curiosity, like, if you don't know what your passion is, follow what you're curious about, you know, just, like, yeah, and don't feel like you need one
1: thing either, like, I have a million different things I'm interested in, Mm -hmm. and, like, I just don't believe in the whole, like, we need to do one thing, No, you know, and no. stick with that. No, no, no. Just You no. can change anytime you want. You can
0: do anything yeah. you want. Absolutely. <laughs> I think Absolutely. it's the biggest message
1: anybody can hear. Just do whatever the hell you want. And, exactly. Like,
0: you know, fun. <laughs> Absolutely. Like, follow your joy and you won't go wrong. Like, you, the things that bring you joy are there for a reason, so just keep following that. Yeah, and
1: don't let society. you know, for some people, it might be something, I think we tend to, like... Okay, so everybody loves makeup, everybody loves shopping, but then we tend to like discount it, for instance. We tend to say, well, that's not, you know, that's not a really good thing. Mm-hmm. It's just like, you know, it's it's It's, it's like something frivolous. You like. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, frivolous. That's the word. And it's like, no, like if that's your passion, like, you know, I mean, I went to skincare school as well. Mm-hmm. I quit because I got sick, but because I was just trying to do a million things at once. Mm-hmm. But something I learned when I went to school was that you can really change somebody's life um, by giving them a facial. Mm -hmm. You don't know what they're going through. And um, some people might, you might be the only person that they have physical or like a a conversation with that whole day. Mm -hmm. Like there's so many people in this world and there's so many people who are lonely. And so like, you know, we might think of something as like, we might, we tend to think as a society, you know, well, that person's studying to be a doctor. So they're better than somebody who studies to do skincare or who studies to do makeup. But I'm like, you can impact people's lives just as much with that. Mm-hmm. And like, whatever your passion is, it can impact people. Mm-hmm. It, it can be literally anything, anything yeah. can impact others. I mean, especially with the internet, like look at YouTube, like yeah. how many videos there are. I mean, absolutely asmr videos like people mm-hmm. eating nachos you know? right. yeah,
0: yeah <laughs> like somebody likes it and somebody's making money off of it that's good for me yeah. i'm happy for that. i think so too my husband's a he's a manifesting generator and so i'm oh, always nice. like you're just like just like jump jump from things and like as soon as it's not fun anymore stop doing it like don't mm-hmm. do it if it's not a yes it's a no just like keep following what's fun you know And his – he'll kind of get in that mindset of, like, oh, but this seems, like, so – like, it seems so silly, you know? And I'm, like, it's not silly. You like it for a reason. So just, like, keep doing it and keep collecting those things and, like – That's the program. Even if it – It's silly, you know? Yeah. And, like, yeah, especially for manifesting generators because it's, like, why can't you ever finish anything? Because I feel like MGs, they're meant to, like, jump from things. And, but the programming is like, no, you've got to stick to something and you have to hustle and this is just what you yeah. have to do. But I'm like, no, I think life will start and it'll get magical when you just stop saying yes to the things that don't light you up. Like, no, And that's, and that's advice for anybody, mm-hmm. but especially for MGs. It's,
1: it. I think what people realize is that in human design, the advice is for everybody really. Yeah. It's the, programming this more specific to the Mm -hmm. types so I know like projectors get programmed to be manifest I feel like everybody gets programmed to be a manifester except for manifestors Mm -hmm. we're the ones that's like no don't do that yeah we're like we're doing it
0: anyways yeah see you later you know
1: for us it's really hard to to do the whole informed thing and mostly I struggled with that when I learned human design with like a human design instructor and or not instructor I guess we call it like a guide or something Mm -hmm. but they came to me and they gave me like a you know whole overview of that and I was like I don't want to inform people and she's like it'll make your life easier and when I did it I was like it is easier now like Mm -hmm. my my relationship with my husband is so much better when I started informing Mm -hmm. and it's just realizing how your energy impacts like I mean I was so surprised like you know I used to get really frustrated because I would leave the room and like people would want to know where I was and I'm like I'm in the other room taking a bath like leave me alone Mm -hmm. you know but then when I started informing I'm going to take a bath like in telling people it's like the energy was different. I was like, I didn't know my energy impacted people. like Mm -hmm. that. (laughs) It's just like really great because I think for intuitive work, especially uh, a lot of people are surprised because a lot of intuitive workers tend to be projectors. Mm -hmm. But I think that for a manifester, it's for me at least more, it's, it's kind of like, like I said before, opening the door and then like those, those, you go through it. Mm -hmm. I'm going to open the door. I'm going to, push the energy to where it needs to go but you have to be the one to go through it right and realizing not to push people because not everybody else is a manifester so Mm -hmm. you can't tell them to do everything in one day yeah I just think
0: absolutely you know
1: that's that's the big thing I've learned slowing down and realizing that everybody's I think realizing everybody's path is different there's no one formula that works
0: for everybody yeah
1: and I think so many people want to they want a quick fix you know yeah, they want, want a pills. recipe We want creams mm-hmm. yeah we want all that there's no recipe yeah, for just, how to you make your life but you
0: want it it's just you do it yeah <laughs> exactly and I, think... I mean, you know
1: with the with the cafe binge like with the glow binge thing I yeah. mean I was watching some of it I really want to buy it <laughs> I've been watching some of it I'm like I really need to get this I need to find the time for it um but just seeing how like you know it's I'm like oh this is interesting because most of the time You buy these things and it's like here's my recipe for how to do this and Mm -hmm. it's like you you could have wrote a blog post about this you Mm -hmm. know and like I'm looking at the videos like the clips you've been showing and I'm like this is actually really cool like Mm -hmm. she's getting into like shadow work and like Mm -hmm. intuition and like real stuff not just you know use I don't know Cetaphil or something
0: yeah like, whatever
1: people want to say you know
0: use yeah. this product and you'll look as gorgeous as I am yeah no that's not my approach at all I'm like nope because yeah. I don't believe I in that it. I like I think we products, need more of that we need yeah more that. products are fun but I'm like they're like a cherry on top like I'm like do the inside work like let's do like the spiritual physical emotional energetical mental like let's do mm-hmm. all of that and like you can use whatever products are resonating with you but like I'm not, like, a product person, which is so weird for every other esthetician, you know?
1: Yeah, well, you know, it's all placebo anyways, isn't it? Like, if you believe it works, it'll work. Totally. Like, it's kind of like you could you could um, even put a bottle, like, I don't know, like, glycerin in a bottle, shake it up. And, like, I, I don't know if you ever heard of, like, Emoto, the guy who changed yeah, water. Yeah, the water. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I've always, like, wanted to be, like, do this, and I never have, where, like, you put some kind of product mm-hmm. in a jar and you just tell it, like, I love you and you'll make me beautiful and mm-hmm. then
0: put it on and like, you'll be beautiful because you, believe it, you know? Yeah, absolutely. That is so rad. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so going back to your intuitive work, what does a session with you look like? What, how do you work with clients and what different methods or tools do you use? So it's so specific because I pull from a lot, like I have
1: like a little energetic toolkit mm-hmm. is what I call it. And that's what my, um, really awesome, uh, I call her online friend, Michelle. She has this business called holisticism and Mm -hmm. she does Akashic records readings. Mm -hmm. And we kind of did this whole reading and she's like, you have this energetic toolkit. And I was like, that is exactly what I have. That's Mm -hmm. what I call it. And so I have this energetic toolkit that I've, that's just all the knowledge I've taken in over the years Mm -hmm. since I was a little 12 year old. And it consists of numerology. It consists of astrology. It consists of, uh, not really a lot of akashic records but more like um what would you call it uh intuitive energetic readings i yeah. want to call it mm-hmm. things like that uh I Ching,
2: Mm-hmm.
1: um and you know reiki like some things i use you know that i've learned over the years and so when i have a person they'll approach me or like i'll i'll find them like we'll kind of connect i'll kind of read their energy like on the first meeting like just of like them being like I want to have a session with you or let's talk about a session and I'll kind of decide from there like I'm going to find you know the most from like either not using any tools like no astrology nothing to let's do your natal chart and let's do like your Ching and let's Mm -hmm. go from there and then do intuition and like Mm -hmm. bring the empathic reading into that yeah so it's always really unique because I think that like it just depends on where the person's energy is and where it's resonating. Mm -hmm. So like, um, for example, the last client I had, um, I did her natal chart and I did an I Ching reading with her. And then I just kind of read her intuitively Mm -hmm. and she wanted to know about like moving and Mm -hmm. where she wanted to go. Um, as far as like wanting to leave the town she's in. And so I was like, let's throw in some like astro cartography in there, you know, mm-hmm. like let's look up where the lions are and let's figure this out together. And then I did some empathic reading and it was really funny because I was like, you know, I really see you like being somewhere in Texas. And she's like, that's so weird because I thought i moving there. And then today I had a, you know, a, a conversation with an Uber driver about, and like he was from there and I'm like see like all the signs are there like where you want to be and we've kind of had this ongoing like you know talk I always follow up with whoever I have a session with so it's like come to me with questions like I'm not gonna charge you like it doesn't take me much to dm me on instagram you know Mm -hmm. so I keep a a relationship with my clients and will. I mean they become my friends Mm -hmm. I feel like everybody's my friend I'm a really positive person and um So like, we'll talk and it'll be like, you know, you went there, you visited, was it right for you? What was, what didn't feel right? What, you know, what felt off and like, where do you feel like you're going next? So it's always a lot of follow-up. It's very, very specific to people. I would say there's not really one set formula or like program that I offer because I feel like some, everybody's so unique. And Mm -hmm. I just don't feel like, I feel like there are great, great programs that don't get me wrong. Like what you're doing. But for me, like with my energy, I'm not a program person. Mm -hmm. I'm more of a, I'm going to put my energy out there and the people that need me will come to me and we'll work together on what they need. Mm -hmm. And it becomes like a lifelong kind of relationship. Like people come back later. If they have a new question, we do follow-ups. And, you know, it's really like an hour to an hour and a half. And we just kind of, I mean, you know, I listen a lot, but Mm -hmm. I also, they tend to listen to me. Mm -hmm. (laughs) It's just kind of like, you read the energy and then I kind of go from there yeah. and that's the only way I can, I don't even know how it happens. If you're like, how does that happen? Like, I have no idea how I know some of this stuff. Sometimes yeah. I'll be like, this is what I'm seeing. And they'll be like, how did you know that? I'm like, I don't know. I'm yeah. scared. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, they get kind of creeped out and I'm like, I'm creeped out too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, it's always really new and fun. And it's just, it's just like, I just get messages. I don't know how to explain it. It's like, um, I had a client, uh, who's a friend who like we did, a exchange for um, services and I just ended up talking to her and I'm like so you had a history that, like your parents are really religious and like this and she's like how did you know that and I'm mm-hmm. like I don't know like mm-hmm. I just know it like yeah. you know so I mean there's there's no real um I can't tell you how I guess that's where I, I guess I was born into it I feel like everybody is yeah. maybe there's a specific yeah, there's a specific way everybody taps into it, and I think yours can like... be
0: more like you know how people say it's like you're one of the Claires. It's like you're a little bit more Claire audience or Claire sentient, or mm-hmm. it's like yeah. a message will I think will I'm come Claire to... knowing it, yeah, never
1: heard anything, never seen. Anything. Yeah, but like
0: messages just come to your mind. Yeah, or like some people I will I see I something. Those. Yeah, <laughs> i die.
1: That's a little, oh my gosh, I can't handle that
0: that is i've so seen cool. ufos
1: before and that's freaked me out oh my gosh so, so yeah. cool yeah. yeah that's amazing my dad used to oh my gosh i don't even that's See a, whole a ufo other story. hunter yes he is and he would scare me he'd be like i saw what out there and we're out in the middle of the country yeah there's no street lights. it's dark so i'm like i don't want to hear it let me go to sleep that is so <laughs> funny oh my
0: gosh i've a been guy. a little
1: less scared of them now but i used to be terrified <laughs> of
0: things so like that so funny oh my goodness. Yeah. Um one time i love that you said you're really generous with information because i feel like you've even been that for me you've been like i i, it was, I think it was before i launched globe Inch the first time and we were talking on instagram and you were like let me pull your numbers and like let's see what's yeah, going on numerology. yeah that's so cool how it's does so much fun yeah how does numerology like in like a cliff notes version how does it work
1: okay so numerology is something that's been around forever i always say it's literally been around since the beginning of time because mm-hmm. if you know it you know math is the language of the universe. Yeah. And if you understand physics, which I don't, um, you can un- almost understand how everything works. Everything mm-hmm. can be explained. Like literally everything can be explained with a mathematical formula. Yeah, And when you look at science, math is like, like everything that we call science is not really proven, but yeah. math is. Math yeah. is the one thing that like, you can know for sure. Like everyone knows two plus two equals four mm-hmm. and it doesn't change. Yeah. So, and th- you can prove it very effectively and easily. Um, so, Thousands of years ago, this Greek man named Pythagoras, you know, the guy who made the Pythagorean theorem Theorem, in high school, everybody hears about that. Um, He had this amazing ability to, I would call him like a numerical empath. Like Mm -hmm. he knew the energies of numbers and Mm -hmm. he was like legit a genius. And every, you know, he made um, theories and uh, ideas about this like the sounds that planets would make and when they went up into space with like microphones like these radio microphones to record the planets the tones were the same that he said oh yeah so like he had it was all mathematical just yeah. an amazing genius and so he kind of codified numerology mm-hmm. of that each number has a distinct resonance which is an energy like as we humans wow. see it And so that's really what numerology is, is it's just the study of numbers, but not in a mathy way. You don't have to be. Trust me. I don't even like really know algebra. So Mm -hmm. (laughs) if I can do it, anybody can. Um, And really, all it is, is that each number has an energy. Mm -hmm. And when you're born on a certain day, you add your numbers up a certain way. And that's an energy you have. It isn't it isn't. It's not like a fate, I think the Greeks tended to think of it as like, that's your fate, right? Like, that is just what you have. And it's, it's not, that was a little bit too extreme, but so it's not like that. It's more like, this is the energy you're working with. Mm-hmm. It's really the same way. I look at astrology. It's yeah, not fate. You design. know, it's, mm-hmm. yeah, it's just the, it's the way the stars were in the sky. It's the energy you're working with and really, okay, we chose to come to this life. We chose to come to this world, to this incarnation. So we chose really the day we were going to be born, parents that were going to have us. And, you know, numerology uses your date of birth. It also uses your name, your birth name. Specifically, each letter has a number assigned to it and you add them up and you get, you know, your expression number, you get your name number. And we, a lot of people think of it as like, well, my parents chose that name and maybe they have a bad past with their parents. So like, I don't want to identify with that. And I'm like, no, 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 no. Here's the thing. You chose this incarnation. Mm-hmm. You chose those parents for a reason. And that can be really hard for people that they chose the parents they have because sometimes people have really horrible parents. But I'm like, you chose them for a reason. And you knew they would pick a certain kind of name for you. Mm-hmm. So that energy, even if you don't want to associate with that energy, it is something, you know, for you. It's something mm-hmm. to learn from. So really a nutshell, numerology is the study of birth the study of the energy of numbers and each day it has a number and it's so specific to your energy so today i have a number and it's based on my birthday and Well, what it, how do we numbers. figure
0: that like what is my number today so the way you would figure it out
1: is specifically you would add up each number of your birth date
0: mm-hmm. and then
1: you would add up today's date
0: like mm-hmm what is today? I don't even know. <laughs> I think it's a seven. I'm gonna. I'm not a numbers a person. I'm like a numbers yeah. person when it comes to like magical numbers. I'm like 11, 11, but I'm not like you a know, numbers. See, that is a big thing. That is a big part of it too. So you would add up the numbers of your
1: date of birth, mm-hmm. right? Each one separately. Mm-hmm. And then you would add to that today's number and okay. that's your day number. There's okay. like a specific formula and there's so many that I tend to get mixed up and I have to have like a little reference I look at honestly. Mm-hmm. But like, you know, it's great. I love repeating numbers, too. So numerology is there's like, you know, one through nine, and then there's the master numbers. So they're 11, 22 and 33. Mm-hmm. And essentially, they're the one the two and the three, or the two, the four and the six kind of compounded. Mm-hmm. And um, certain people have the master numbers, like, my son is a 33, which is like, one of the rarest numbers to have, mm-hmm. which is so cool. Like he is, it's like, those are people that are here to like, just shake up the Mm -hmm. spiritual world Mm -hmm. and my youngest daughter has an 11 Mm -hmm. so it's like I'm like well, I have two master number kids I'm afraid (laughs) that's (laughs) amazing it is awesome though yeah and it's those are numbers that are never reduced in numerology because Mm -hmm. they're just those numbers are compounded I can't say exactly why that's just what Pythagoras said and I feel like he's a genius so I'll refer to him (laughs) yeah (laughs) understand you know he felt like those three numbers were had more like energy now that like the person that has them is better than anybody it's just a different energy mm-hmm. um but definitely repeating numbers to like eleven, eleven, or mm-hmm. four 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 like those are i would say any repetition is a sign of a pattern and mm-hmm. a pattern is a sign of consciousness
2: mm-hmm. so
1: um sometimes i feel like repeating numbers are the are like the universe or like the divine's way of telling you like i'm
0: here yeah
1: like, there's real magic. Do you magic. feel like, like how do we are...
0: – yeah, because how do we tap into, like – because I see repetitive numbers all of the time, like, in, mm-hmm. like, such crazy ways. And it just gets more crazy and more crazy and more crazy. And it's not something that I even made up. I think just for a longest time, I'm like, why do I see 1111 everywhere to the point where I thought I was going crazy? And then it was eventually when I looked it up on the on Google – that I'm like, oh, this is like a thing that people see. But like I'm not it's not like I'm like trying to think about a blue car and I'm seeing blue cars everywhere. It's like no it was it's just not just coming it's to it's not me. like that. Yeah. And
1: honestly the think about a blue car thing is so funny because people are like, well you see more blue cars because you're more open. And I'm like, no, you see more blue cars because you're thinking about them and you're pulling them into your matrix of thinking. Yeah. So <laughs> that's why you're yeah. seeing them like it is really magical. Like yeah. you you'll notice things more and like certain numbers might be for you. And I feel like, honestly, like the more open you are to it, like I just I hate that like super skepticism that people have, or they're like, you know, we well, are only seeing repeating numbers because you're looking for them. Yeah, and I'm like, like, I'm not. Well, looking. if
0: you're looking for <laughs> them and you're co-
1: and they're coming to you, that still means that you're mm-hmm. attracting them. Yeah. So there's still magic going on, people. So you know, I mean, I know eleven eleven is like a lucky number. People call it, you know, and I think that. I think it all goes back to intuition. And this is actually, it's really funny because I felt like you were gonna bring this up for some reason and I had like this dream about it. Yeah, it's so weird. Um, I always, I'm used to getting intu- intuitive messages every day and I still call them weird. Mm-hmm. I still like, there's a part of me that's like, so weird guys, like mm-hmm. this is epic, you know? But um, really, so you know, like there's angel numbers, people mm-hmm. call them and it's like four, 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 five, it could be like five, 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 five mm-hmm. whatever people wanna make up on the internet. Honestly, it's there are energies to numbers in numerologies, but really a big part of it is what does it mean to you? Like what does eleven eleven mean? Like if you go back to the first time you saw it and the energy you felt. Like I remember the first time I heard of eleven eleven. I was at a New Year's party way back in the day when I was young. I'm still young, but you know. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I was at a New Year's party and Some It was like, you know, right before the New Year. And it was was like, 11, 11, Mm -hmm. make a wish or something. And it was like, oh, it's magical. And like, that's the energy I feel with it. It was like this happy, exciting, you know, Mm I'm young. And the world is opening up to me kind of feeling. And I know there's specific, you know, meanings behind it. We can Mm -hmm. take those in. But I think when we see repeating numbers, go back to like the first time you remember seeing it. First time you remember being cognizant. Of it and what it meant for you, yeah. like you know, and I think for you, like 11 11 is it's one of those um, what do I call it? Um, uh, alarms, alarm bells, like mm-hmm. not in a scary way, but like in a good way. It's it's one of those like mm, like confetti, like do it, do it, Yay! yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> to start, you know, like like a party, like everybody's like coming, you know, you come in the door and like they surprise you and turn the lights on, kind of thing. That's what eleven eleven seems to you because, like, like you said, like you woke up and it was eleven eleven,
2: mm-hmm. and you're
1: like, I need to launch again, and you see it because you're getting a lot of signs in life that like, do it, mm-hmm. go, you know. But I think it's a good thing because you're doing the. I, I call sometimes I tell people like the responsible thing of, just wait for a sign, mm-hmm. you know, and like if you're not feeling a hundred percent sure, the signs will let you know right. if it's sure if right. it's meant for you. But right. yeah, I think that repeating numbers so many people if they just open their eyes they'll see them right and then it really goes back to like what does it mean for you like you can look it up on google but it's it's up to you what it means because everybody's unique and and, you know the divine is giving us messages all the time
0: Mm -hmm. yeah i think it doesn't have to be a
1: a textbook
0: way you know it doesn't have to be well this is what it means no You can tweak it. It's always fun. You can do whatever you want. Right. Something that I love that I think it was like a Shaman Durek podcast or something was he was saying whenever you see those numbers just to say like, okay, I accept the download that's coming of like whatever intuitive message is going to come, like I accept it. And just to like see what comes, see what comes with the numbers. But I do like what you said of like what was the original message that you felt during this and like go back to that because I feel like the universe is going to give you – a way of communication that makes sense to you. So it's like, if it's showing up in this way, it's showing up for a reason. And so trust the message that comes instead of like referring to Google to be like, what does this mean? You know, like, what do you think it means? For me it's
1: hawks. I see hawks everywhere. I grew up in so yes. And then as soon as we got to Arizona, we got to Tucson and Mm -hmm. we had gotten in a hotel Mm -hmm. before we moved into our new place Mm -hmm. the night before. And I look up on the top of the hotel, and there's a hawk sitting up there. Yeah. And I'm like, that is a sign oh, that, like, so cool. we're in the right place. Yeah. You know, we're
0: here. Yeah. So I think that, like, it can be anything. It could be a yeah. bird. Yeah. Mine are <laughs> animals. Like, my like, animals come to me all of the time. And, like, crazy animals where I'm like, what is, like, how, you live here? Like, this is crazy. So, yeah, I think just, like, being open to all of the signs and like intuitively what comes like what does this mean you know and I remember one Mm -hmm. time I saw a coyote a coyote came and was sitting like five feet from me and I'm like I feel like a coyote kind of feels like playful I'm like I think I think it was just it was just watching me you know so I'm like that feels really playful and it feels like the universe is being really playful and it's like curious and I don't know just fun things but, yeah. I love that, no. See, if I saw a coyote, like, I'm, I don't know, I'd probably be like, oh, gosh. Oh, no, we <laughs> yeah. freaked out, but my first yeah. initial, like, response was, like, oh, a coyote, and I was just staring at them, and I'm like, a coyote, and, like, we, like, all ran inside, but, um. We
1: see them here more, too, but I think a lot of people are surprised that we have them in Florida as well, like, mm-hmm. like well, when I lived in Florida, but yeah. I remember seeing them at, like, three in the morning in St. Petersburg yeah. just like by the beach and I'm like what the heck are you doing here yeah. <laughs> like what is up with this there's like two coyotes just walking down the street and I'm like in the city okay yeah that's cool yeah but yeah I think it, it can be yeah animals it can be books like I know a lot of people will be like I keep seeing the same book by this author yeah and I was like did you look up the author like do you know who they are and they're like no I don't even know and I'm like Look them up. And they I remember, I can't remember who it was. It was some client of mine, I think, or if it was a friend. And they looked at the author and it was something about like their life completely resonated and gave them a message and just propelled them onwards to whatever they were doing. And they were like, I was like, see, it can be anything. Yeah.
0: So cool. Just don't don't just leave it. You know, look into it. Yeah, All absolutely. Of it. Get curious. So cool. Exactly. I love that. Okay, last question. Do you have just off the top of your head, and if you don't, it's fine. But any intuitive mm-hmm. messages that are coming to you, either about like the Cafe Bench Collective whole, like everyone who's listening to this, or it can be about me. But is there anything intuitively coming to you? about a message for December or the new year or the energy coming? I would say new year. Like, honestly, this is a big thing for me for everybody I've been talking to. So, and it's
1: honestly like, I think I already said it before, but it's really important for people to respond, not react and to believe. So I feel like, you know, this new year is an election year. People Mm -hmm. tend to get really riled up about that and I think, you know, even if you're not into politics like me, I'm just not a political person, but we tend to feel like we're getting pulled away by a river and Mm -hmm. like everything is happening to us and that we're not a part of it and that we don't have any control. Mm -hmm. That's completely not true. So we're always in control. Mm -hmm. We're always uh, kind of, we're always, we're really always shaping what our lives going to be moment by moment. And we're always in control of that at any time, you know, we can take the steering wheel, so to speak, and get back on the course that we want to be on even if we feel like we've strayed too far from it yeah. we can always get back on the road there's no like there's no rollovers and going off into the you know the side of the road we're we always there so I think it's so important like for anybody right now listening is that don't feel like you can't do the things that you want to do because you feel like you've gone too far mm-hmm. off the path or that you know a lot of you know I'm, I think a lot of today, it's like use, we always see like somebody's 19 doing something amazing. And it's like one, like, you know, what am I gonna do? Don't like, let that be something that stops us, like, you know, your age, your location, your, the money that you make every year, you know, whatever your salary doesn't have to stop you. And like, even if, you know, anybody out there listening, if you feel like, well, I had these dreams and I just kind of stopped Mm
2: -hmm. and
1: they feel so unattainable now. No, like it's almost 2020. Like anything is possible. Like Mm -hmm. look where we are, you know? And Mm -hmm. it's such a like magical time. And especially with all the energy going on, like don't feel like you have to be a part of the crowd or like afraid of what's going to happen. Like just realize that like you're creating reality and that, everybody else's reality doesn't have to affect yours.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: You know, it doesn't have to pull you in. You can say, Hey, you know what? I say no to that. And, and I'm going to keep doing what I'm doing and like, believe in that.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: But I feel like that's a really important thing. I don't know why, but that was just really, I feel like that's really, really strongly. A lot of people out there are like, you know, I, I believed in myself at one point, but I stopped and I just don't feel like or I've, I've been trying for so long and it's not going to happen. And it's like, it will happen. You just, you can't, You have to get back on track you can't fall off you know Mm -hmm. don't be afraid and I think specifically for you I feel like there's a lot of I think I told you like one of the messages like there was some kind of like training or something Mm -hmm. like you know that you were going into like that it would come to you and it was almost like this initiation thing Mm -hmm. so I don't know if that's something that's happening right now Mm -hmm. but definitely in the future like there's some kind of initiatory training that you'll be really like diving deep into and mm-hmm. like definitely go for it. It might seem a little out there, but mm-hmm. you know, it'll happen. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Yay,
0: cool. Yeah. Do you, it's I, yeah, a, it's
1: all an initiation for all of us right now. Yeah. A lot of people are saying, oh, I, I guess the really big thing is don't fear. Like it's, it's a lot of, oh, it's 2020 and I haven't gotten my, you know, goals yet. Like, no, like it's, there's time, there's plenty of time. Mm-hmm. Like, don't freak out, don't give up.
0: <laughs> yeah. Can I ask you a random question that I have? Yeah, it was sure. actually this morning. Well, this morning it happened questions. again. But and I was like, oh, I'm gonna ask you, this because I'm gonna be talking to her today, and like I feel like, yeah. But I love these, like this certain deck of like these angel oracle cards, and I keep oh, those pull- my favorite. Yeah, <laughs> and I keep pulling the same one. And I keep wondering, like, what it means. And yesterday I was talking to my sister about it because I think she had pulled a similar one. And so this morning she had texted me and she's like, I want to figure out how to do that and what that means. Because mm-hmm. I feel like um, in the religion and the culture that I was raised in, it was very, like, you, you're you kind of a pawn in the game. And you're just mm-hmm. waiting. You're waiting for God to, like, grant you your wishes. And you're like, well, if it's his will, then, like, it'll happen, you know. But this card that I keep pulling is, um, it's like the Medicine Woman card. And it says, you are a channel for divine healing power. But then the part that I'm wondering about says, um, it talks about commanding your power. And it says, commanding power is not the same thing as demanding it. Demanding comes from a childlike place akin to a tantrum based upon the fear that it might be withheld. Commanding is based upon the sure and steady knowledge that you are a part of the great spirit's grace and wisdom. You're a lightning rod that can conduct the power. Simply connect to the power through unyielding clarity of your thought process. Don't waver for a moment in your sure and steady decision to be a conduit of the power that already resides in you. Connect to the even bigger source and allow it to amplify your natural power. Yada, yada. It goes on and on. But like I was talking to my sister about this concept of like knowing that like we're powerful creators and especially in manifesting. And -hmm. I know there's this like interesting dichotomy of like manifesting something and having this vision of it, but then like surrendering it and just like allowing it to come to you. But then I'm just wondering, like I keep pulling this card of like commanding, like commanding your power and like commanding... Not demanding, but, like, that things come and, like – Anyways, so – and it's always when I'm thinking about these, like, big goals I want to manifest. So how do I – if you have any intuitive pings about this, how do you best command this power that we all have? So I th- the way you command is really –
1: it's actually really simple. It's so simple. It's like, oh, my gosh, I didn't know that. So essentially it's this. Um, it's not – like, the, I think that was a really good uh, description that the card the person who wrote that gave, which is, it's not like a child right? it's like, I want this now <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> because when you're screaming for it and you're like grasping for something, it's because you have this subconscious belief that you, you know, um, you that you have to grasp for Scarcity. it or you, it'll fall out of your fingers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's just going to go and like, you have to like, you know, struggle for it and scratch at it when you're commanding something. It's almost like, um, I would say, I mean, the best analogy I can give for you, it's like my children. <laughs> so when I'm dealing with my children, if I demand something from them, I am going to meet resistance the whole way. Like I have very willful children. So if I'm like, clean your room now, you know, I'm really angry. I'm kind of on edge, you know, my energy is really off and I'm like, oh, like I just want their, you know, it, I realize like the way I respond to them, I can subconsciously go back like, well, I'm frustrated, I'm tired, I want their room to be clean.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And I'm having all these subconscious beliefs about why their room isn't clean, you know, and it comes out as clean your room now and I'm angry. And they'll just the whole time they're going to be like, no, mm-hmm. like, no, I don't like, you know, I don't like this energy. But then if I come in and I'm like, you know, we need to clean your room because X, Y, Z, you need to take care of your things, whatever, right? And giving like a good, like reason, like coming in with the energy of I'm going to tell them they need to do it. I'm going to explain to them why and they're going to do it. Yeah. They respond to that. I mean, okay, you have a dog, right? Mm-hmm okay, have you ever like done any training with them? Yeah. Like, or have you ever watched like Cesar Milan? Yeah. So there's, dogs feel energy, right? Yeah. Like if you're have a desperate energy to a dog that tugs on a lead mm-hmm. versus a commanding energy of you are going to, an alpha energy, right? Yeah. You're going to come with me and you're not going to tug on the lead and you're going to go potty <laughs> and you're going to go back inside. Yeah. With, you know, you see people like trying to, at the dog park and they're trying to get their dog to come and they're like, desperately pulling on the lead and there's all this like energy going on the dog's just like feeding off of it and it's going nuts like commanding is really the the same energy that you would deal with a dog with and it's Mm -hmm. the same way you deal with it with the universe it sounds so weird but again like we talked about right the universe is childlike there's always god the divine doesn't want to hear you know i want it now and like i'm i'm struggling for it and i'm grasping at it because you're so afraid you're so subconsciously Afraid that you won't get it, right? Mm -hmm. The divine God's going to be like, You haven't learned your lesson yet. Mm -hmm. I'm not going to give it to you yet. And you're going to keep manifesting scarcity because you literally believe that's what you need and that's what you're going to keep bringing into your life. So instead, you're coming at it with this energy of, You know, I believe that I can do this and I believe that it's going to happen. And so I'm going to position myself in a way that is completely confident. And like doors are going to open. I always call it like um, walk in like you own the place kind of energy. Mm-hmm. So like if you want something, you feel like something's initiating in your life, really embody the energy of I belong here and this is what I want, you know? Mm-hmm. Kind of how like, I don't know, if you've ever watched like Ocean's Eleven or something like that, like mm-hmm. the, the spy movies or like the, the heist movies, they, they if they go into the casino all freaked out looking, everybody's going to know who they are, but they go mm-hmm. in really confidently like, yeah, we we practically already got these mm-hmm. jewels or like all this money. Don't really do that in real life, people. Yeah. <laughs> Don't steal from a casino; you'll probably die. But um, really, it's so important. Like for you, and it's really for. I think this is like really for anybody. It's just that commanding is confidence, right? And mm-hmm. and it's it's really simple. It's just confidence. It's the. The universe's energy responds to your energy, Mm -hmm. just like a dog responds to our energy. Like, if people don't get this concept, go on YouTube and look up Cesar Milan, like Mm -hmm. dog energy. And like, literally, I know it's about dogs, but it can teach you a lot about manifestation too, Mm -hmm. because all energy reacts to other energy. So if you are putting out confident energy, it's going to happen. But it has to be like a 24-7 thing. You really have to train yourself to have that. I'm sure you understand this. Mm -hmm. You have to train yourself to have that confident energy Mm -hmm. and you have to forgive yourself and be really gentle with yourself. And you don't have that because nobody's going to have it 24 seven. Yeah. It's just impossible. We're always going to fall back into like the programming a little bit, you know, it's part of the learning thing. You know, it's, that's the whole point of being on this earth in the first place is to learn. And if we were already perfect, we would just ascend to heaven, like an out of our body or something. Yeah you know we wouldn't be here anymore if we were like quote unquote finished right so I think that for you and for anybody who's you know wants something or has like a message that they're wanting to send out have just a confident energy about it and like everybody will respond to you and I think mm-hmm. it's how you did you know glow binge like you just kind of put it out there and you're like what's going to happen and it blew up yeah and I told you like I mean you don't you can edit this part out if you don't want to, like, let it out the bag or anything. But I see, like, a book happening in yeah. the next year. If you follow <laughs> the cues correctly, though, yeah. don't push it. Don't, like, hustle it, right? And yeah. I think you already know that. You know that so well. But, like, this is something that could go way beyond just, like, a program. It yeah. can become it can become whatever you want it to be. Right. And I see it propelling to that. But yeah. it, it's whatever you want it to be. It doesn't have to be a book, you know? Yeah. So You're cool. like, no, I'm not writing a
0: book. <laughs> no, so cool. That I know. I love your intuitive messages. They're so cool. And like so spot on. And when you say them, I'm it's like kind of something I already knew. I'm like, oh yeah, like yeah, that really No, that's makes the sense. point. Exactly. Everybody will
1: say they'll say, No, I didn't know that. And they'll come back and they'll be like, I kind of knew that, but I didn't want to believe it. Yeah. Because you would think that we would want to believe in success. Mm-hmm. But like we usually don't. Like we're so used to being like thrown down by this world. And mm-hmm. I mean I fall into it too of like you know, I, I want to, like, help people, but then I'm like, oh, but, like, you know, I don't believe, you know, mm-hmm. you don't believe in yourself sometimes, so, I mean, I think that we always know everything, it's just, like, we know it, we hear it, and then we get confirmation, it's like,
0: Absolutely. oh, I always knew that yeah, was true, I knew that, so yeah, I yeah, I think the things that you know, it's, like, just trust them, because I feel like my sister and I, the girl that, my sister that I was talking to this morning, when I was we, I thought about asking this question it's like we both have this thing that we know is going to happen and we're like yeah. we, we both know it and that's what I was wondering like well how do we manifest it because like I don't know. It's just – it hasn't happened yet and, like, we're just – we're trying to, like, release it. But I just it's think, confidence. like –
1: It's confidence. I think it's the confidence of patience, too. Okay. Patience
0: is confidence,
1: right? Yeah. Because, like, if you're confident something's going to happen – You're patient. You're not going to feel rushed. Yeah.
0: Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like I think it's, I have, like, someone, I don't know what exactly
1: I can give an example of, but there's been
0: <laughs> – I think with it's – kids especially. Yeah. <laughs> I've heard it be said before, though, that, like, when you're manifesting something – it's like you ordered something on Amazon Prime and it hasn't come yet, but it's yeah. it might as well have been because it's already coming. And it's like, it's that confidence of like, why would yes. I be worried about it? And you're it? just
1: staring out the window. Yeah. Like it's not like YouTube you're Instagram. waiting. It's like, like gonna make him no, you, you
0: know, next. it's coming. You ordered it. Like, you know how Amazon prime works. You're going to get it in two days. So it hasn't happened yet, but it might as well have happened because you ordered yes. it. Yes, And yeah.
1: if, and if it gets delayed, there's a reason, mm-hmm. you know, and yeah. it'll be okay. Yeah. Like, I think something that I had, you know, got delayed once and it, I ended up getting it for free Yeah, because it got delayed. And it was something that was like, it was some kind of thing that I bought that was completely useless, but I wanted it and it was like close to $300 yeah. and I'm getting it for free because it was delayed by five days. Yeah, so I'm like, amazing.
0: it sucked had to wait, but
1: <laughs> it was free. Yeah.
0: So hey, I got my money back. So cool. Amazing. Yeah. Okay, Yiska, tell everyone how to get in touch with you if they want to schedule a session or just want to learn from you. Yes. So I have a website. It's Yiska Yvonne, that's
1: dot ecom mm-hmm um by the time this is aired it should be up and running and updating it right now um but if it's not for some reason which i'm sure it will be you can dm me to book a session and what's easily. your instagram it's Yiska yvonne okay, so it's perfect. All, same, all the same. same it's all one thing same. and also a thing is is that um i always tell people this if you want to book a session with me but you feel like you know financially you're not there like just dm me and get in mm-hmm. touch like I will work a way out that, like, I can help you. Like, if somebody needs my help and wants my help, I will help them no matter what, you know, they're able to offer. Beautiful. So I'm always open to
0: that. Cool. Yeah. Oh, beautiful. Okay, well, I'm going to put all your info in the show notes so people can get in touch with you. Yeah, and thank you for talking to me. I so enjoyed it. I mean to. It was wonderful. Okay, well, I
1: love your work. I love you. That's
0: well, beautiful. <laughs> okay. Well, Yiska, thanks for talking to us and we will talk to you soon. And hopefully lots of people will reach out to you and get a dose of your magic. I'm here to help. Always. Okay, beautiful. Okay. Well, thank you so much. Thank you. Okay. We'll see you. Okay. Who is ready to hear the intuitive message that Yiska sent me about a year ago? I'm going to play it for you now. Thank you, Yeska, for being on the podcast. Thank you for sharing your, your story, your background, your wisdom, your medicine. I so enjoyed it, and I hope everyone did too. Everyone stay tuned if you want to listen to the intuitive message. Yeah, so I'm really excited to bring
1: some clarity for you to how to release. Now, we didn't really talk about what it is you are wanting to release, and it seemed like you were more focused on how to release, but I did, you know, want to go over a little bit when I read your energy, what I'm feeling it is you're releasing. So we'll start there. Um, so when I read your energy, I got a lot of this picture of your, the biggest things you're working on releasing. It's like, you know what you need to release. It's more like, okay, well how how how, what's the best way to do it now? So what I really got a picture of was this need for security. You want to get rid of this need for security. And in a lot of ways you've already done that, but there's still something kind of on the edge. There's still something kind of holding you back. And, um, I keep getting this energy of like not fitting in feeling like you don't fit in and specifically in more of like a family dynamic. And I get a lot of father or like masculine energy, with that. So there's a lot of like this need where you're like, okay, I want to release this need of security. I want to release this comfort zone stuff that's going on. I want to release this feeling that I need to fit in, that I need to, um, you know, that you need to like kind of be held to a standard by a group of people. And I keep getting family energy, or at least the energy of something like a family. So how to release? What comes up for me over and over for you is trust is key. Learning to trust is what is going to facilitate releasing for you. But that's not the only thing. See for you, it's not a one step thing. Learning to trust is the first step. but For you, releasing is going to be a process. Because you're awakening. You're like really coming into this energetic upgrade. This new way of being. You're integrating all these things that you've taken in. And you're awakening to this new energy. This new way of being. And you're kind of like in your Saturn return. On the edge of your Saturn return. So this is obviously... (laughs) A big thing at this time in life, but for you especially, there's um, a lot of awakening energy and you're starting to realize that you want to share what it is you've learned, what it is you know, and you want to share it with people because that sharing with them will help them. It will help society, it will help people as a whole, it will help heal them and it's not healing them in the sense of like being a doctor or shaman, or healer as much as it's about healing them with the information that you collect and the energy that you give off. So yeah, there's like a lot of devotion to being of service Um, and you're kind of like taking in all of this stuff and you're like, okay, what's working here? What's working for me here? And I wanna share it to help people. And of course, that's something, that you're doing with your podcast. So you're in that energy already. It's that trusting part that's really important because the more you learn to trust, and that's trusting yourself, that's trusting others, that's trusting the process, that's trusting the process of awakening, you're going to grow more, more than you could imagine. But I think I have this feeling like you you can imagine and you know. And there's definitely like this challenge ahead of you or it's like, you know, you see it. Because it's a challenge that you have chosen to undertake. It's not like a vic- like you're a victim or you're going through something that you have no control over. You're choosing to face this. You're choosing to face, I almost see it like a wall. And you're like, okay, I'm ready to break this down. What tools do I need to break it down? And I just keep getting this like masculine energy and I keep getting this sense of not feeling like you fit in. Like everybody else, it's like to you, it's like everybody else is a puzzle piece and they have a piece in the puzzle. And I'm over here and I'm like, I don't have all these, p- these different pieces that make me fit into the puzzle, but it's because you're not meant to be in the puzzle. You're like kind of like outside of it. It's like 3D, like that's it's a 2D thing and you're 3D. That's why I see it. It's and so there's this wall It's like, you know, um, the wall is the puzzle for, this is what I see in front of you. And you've been looking like, where do I fit into this? And it's like, no, 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 no. You're like past the wall, you're beyond the wall. You're like out in the hills in this beautiful mountainous countryside that's beyond the wall. And so you're like ready to break it down, ready to smash it down. Um, Really the sharing is really good for you because the sharing, you're, while you're sharing and doing the podcast, you're seeking out information because, okay, you have shared something, people were interested, you had fun sharing it, and now it makes you want to seek out more information. But everything you're seeking out is actually healing yourself. So while you're healing others, you're just kind of like um, up-leveling, you're upgrading yourself while you're doing that. Again, trust yourself, other people, spirit, God, something of that sort. Somewhere in the past, it's like, okay, there was a point where it's like, you can't trust a certain person or certain people. And I think it's about integrating the fact that like, it's, trust doesn't mean expectation trust means and trust doesn't mean putting it on um, having to put your experience in the hands of other people trust is trusting yourself that no matter what happens with other people and how they might let you down you are in control of how you're reacting to the situation so that's the kind of trust i'm talking about and that's the trust that is key to releasing this this wall energy, this wall of energy, um, I kind of feel like you're looking at some kind of training or like vocation or going somewhere to learn to like take in a spiritual teaching and that is like 100% a good thing, yes, if you, that is part of your releasing, that, that journey, whatever it may be, I feel like training. But it's not just like a training. It's not like, oh, I'm going to go be a, learn to be a yoga teacher. It's like this like almost like retreat training. Like you're going to this spiritual training. And you're not wanting to do it specifically like, well, I want to go learn to be a shaman. It's more like I want to do this training so I can grow myself. So that I can transform. And, re- and that's what's going to help you release. Because wherever that is... For you, that training, that kind of like activation type thing you're looking at, that's where you're going to meet some like special energy, almost like a gift. And it's going to support you completely. And it's going to really start to lay the foundations for what your divine plan is, what you're here to do, because you're really here in your own way to live a life of service to others with the energy you have. And there's a lot of water energy. I feel like this water energy, you know, the ocean, it's um, sustaining, it's nourishing water. It's um, fluid, it doesn't, it takes on the shape of the container it's in. And that's kind of the energy I get with you. And it's like, you're, you're in this space where you're learning your part because learning your part in the plan is what's moving you towards releasing so that you can grow. And again, that that program, that activation, that some kind of activation or program that you're looking at, that is a big part. And yes, whatever it is, like you should go, go for it. Um, because with that, you've literally got this like cellular healing it's deep. It's it's not just um, it's not just this kind of surface level thing. But we're talking about really old patterns coming up and being completed, being kind of like brought to the surface and completed, not deleted, but completed. Because we chose everything. We we chose the parents we had. We chose the life we had. Because we knew it was going to help us grow. So I never say delete the past, we complete the past. So you're completing the past. And that's what we're getting into. There's a lot of Saturn energy here. Because um, that Saturn energy can seem scary. It can, like, people, you know, say Saturn's the taskmaster, but no, 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 no. This is Saturn is the teacher, you know. And I think there's that really Zen saying or whatever, like, when the student is ready, the teacher appears. And that's kind of where I feel like you're at right now. Like you're ready for this activation. You're ready for this healing. Um, And what's really important at this time is that you do not put yourself under pressure to perform a certain way. You just need to be who you are. And in that being, you're going to rise and like exceed and level up. So that's really important is that you don't put yourself under any pressure. ...to be a certain way or to seem a certain way to others. Because that's, again, another step in releasing. Um, Definitely, with that, you know, any opportunities that are there, though? Anything that feels inspired by your heart? uh, Take it. Because everything that you... Every action you take that is in alignment with your true self... And this is going to come up in a second, so remember that every action you take that is in alignment with your true self, not every action, only every action that is in alignment with your true self, those are the actions that are going to just take you beyond. But they have to be in alignment with your true self. They have to be in alignment with answering that call, okay, because there's that guidance inside of you. It's divine. It's, it's divinely guided. It's, it's spirit. It's God. You know, whatever you might call it. Um, that yearning that's in your soul, you know, just follow it. Like, don't think about it. Don't wait for it. Just do it. <laughs> just do it. Just say yes to it. Don't try to have a perfect plan, a perfect pers- presentation, a perfect... Um, You know, a perfect visage. Just go with it. Go with that energy. Another thing with releasing. Another big releasing thing is mothering. And when I say mothering, um, just kind of feeling this hugging energy. Because you you really need to make sure you're doing that self-care. And self-care can look like so many things for different people. So it's all about, you know, really asking yourself, how can I care for myself? How can I give myself love? How can I really, you know, do what a mother would do? She holds, you know, um, I have two children. I'm pregnant with my third. And, you know, my daughter slips and falls. She's four. And I just hug her and love her and just, you know, that's the energy you need to be giving yourself right now. As well so that's again that don't feel the need to perform ha- treat yourself like you would treat your children as a mother you wouldn't tell them oh that paper or that drawing you did that you know that tree trees aren't blue right you wouldn't you'd say good job it's beautiful that's what you need to be doing to yourself right now you need to be congratulating yourself on everything every small step you take like did you get up in the morning and have water before you know, looking at Instagram or something, or you meditated before, congratulate yourself. like You know, whatever goals you have for yourself and you complete them, congratulate yourself for them. Really give yourself um, the ability, give yourself permission to celebrate the small accomplishments. Just like a mother went to a child. Another release step. Saying no, okay? No. Saying no to what you don't want to do. It, this is huge. And again, this is this is one of the biggest things that I keep seeing um, is you saying no. So again, everything that you do that is in alignment with yourself is going to push you forward, right? It's going to put you in the place you want to be. But everything you do that you don't want to do is going to put you two steps back. So, of course, there are things we have to do in life that we don't want to do. I mean, I'm a mom, so I know what it's, I, I, I definitely understand that. Take your energy, okay, the things that you have to do that you don't want to have to do, but, you know, you have to do them, like pay bills, whatever it might be. Um, take your energy and learn to appreciate those things for what they are and how they serve you, you know. I enjoy paying my bills because it puts a roof over my head or it gives me the internet or a phone, whatever it is, or I, you know, enjoy this job because it gives me money to spend on things I want, right? But you can use that energy, you have that energy to spend to more integrate the things you don't want to do but have to do. If you keep yourself from saying yes to the things that you absolutely do not have to do and do not want to do, because if you're doing a bunch of stuff that you don't have to do, that you don't want to do, then you're going to be so bogged down by the day-to-day things that you have to do. So say no, if you say yes to something that's not in alignment with you, you're just, your energy is in in the toilet. Put it lightly and um, only, only say yes to things that are yeses, they need to be hell yeah yeses for you right now, don't force anything though, that's that's not just saying no to people who are asking you to do things or people putting things on you, this is about you as well, do not force things that um, don't feel like they're happening or don't seem like they're happening. again when you do things that are in alignment with your energy and things that are in alignment with your energy are things that are just going to come very easily, very quickly. And it's going to seem like just, it's just happening because it's meant to happen. It's meant to happen that way. And the no can be a pause. It can be a time to wait, a time to reflect. So don't be afraid of that either. I do see a lot of forward energy going. So like, you know, like again, the activation, that training, but as well as waiting, okay? Having time to pause and reflect. And I see this for like energy, at least until like the mid mid, mid next year, easily. Um, June, July, jays June, July, yeah, not January. Definitely June, July, uh, mid next year. That's when this energy is going. So like, don't feel like, yeah, this training next week and this retreat and then, but also meditate and also take, no, 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 no. no. This is like just take your time. You'll know when it's meant to happen. And it's it's a flux, really. It's it's like the waves, it's like that water energy. The tide comes in, the tide goes out. So you're waiting. You're waiting, you're saying no, you're you're relaxing and then you're saying yes and you're going forward. And through all this, through that process, there is the ability to learn more and more what that little voice inside of you, when that's actually your own, that's your authentic self talking or if it's something outside of you informing it. So, just a quick overview. How to release. It's a transformation process. It's not a one-step thing. Again, some kind of program, activation, training that you've been looking into, that's going to be key. Um, definitely this mothering energy this like learning to congratulate yourself for the small accomplishments as well as the large that you have and again trusting, trust is key so remember it's trusting others it's trusting the process but it's not it's not saying this blind trust like well everything will go well if I trust people I'm, you know, everybody is trustworthy as much as I trust that no matter what happens, the way that they react won't, I don't have to react to the way that they're reacting. And that's really the process for you as far as it comes into being able to release again through that, like that energetic wall of this, this just wall of energy that you're wanting to kind of break through. And a really good uh, stone crystal that keeps coming up to me is Lapis Lazuli. Um, It's known as the Wisdom Keeper. And uh, it's all about self-expression, awareness, the third eye, which is like the inner spirit. Um, It's water energy, the Scorpio energy, water energy, very connected to Scorpio energy. Because, you know, again, it's that it's going to Lapis Lazuli is going to be great for you to bring out that um, that reaching out energy, but also that pulling in, because again, it's water. It's to I just keep seeing this picture of of the tides. So it's the tide goes out, you're reaching out, you're expanding. But then there's a moment where it comes in. So I see a lot of like um, connection with the moon cycles connection with like the outward and the inward, you know, really great thing to do too, would be like, um, to look into, uh, an app on your phone that tells you the tides where you are, or like closest to where you are. And you can kind of like maybe attune your energy with what the tides are doing. So like, if the tide's going out, you can, uh, it's like, I think a high tide and a low tide, you can reach out more and then you can pull inward more. So that would be a really good tool to use too, with the, in, in addition to the Lapis Lazuli. So I hope this reading has given you some clarity on how to release what you're wanting to release. Um, I hope that it's helped you. I really appreciate again, you reaching out, Amy, it's great. I'm excited uh, for you because I feel like a lot of transformation energy, coming from your energy, and it's like, oh, wow, this is really cool, like, this person's going to be doing some pretty neat stuff in the next couple months, and yeah, I just really look forward to seeing what you do and where you go learning these things and taking this all into account. Until then, um, if you have any questions or if there's something that you need a little that wasn't exactly clear in the reading here, feel free to message me. I am usually always available and i can answer that for you but until then i hope you're
0: having a wonderful time and i look forward to hearing back bye-bye and that's a wrap thank you so much for listening to the cafe binge podcast until next time may you notice all the wonderful beautiful binge worthy parts of your day squeeze out every last drop taste them cherish them because life was meant to be beautiful Find me at CafeBinge.com or on Instagram at CafeBinge.